You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Okay, welcome. Happy Monday. So as I was saying, um, tonight's class is the final installment of the Giving It Up to Grace uh, meditation series. And it's really, in truth, it's the third type of grace and the fourth type of grace combined into this last session together because they really work the same way. And I want to give people lots of space and lots of grace to make these teachings work within your own practice. Um, So what we're talking about tonight is either grace of a personal deity or and grace of the guru. And for the sake of this class, I'm going to talk mostly about guru and what that means, what that is, and how we work with it in a meditation practice. But I want you to know that if part of your own personal belief system involves a deity of some type, you could sub in a deity for guru anytime. That always works. A Christ figure, a Buddha figure, any lineage that you want to pull from, you can pull from in this exact same way. So guru is one of those words I think that gets thrown around a lot, often misused. And so we'll take a minute just to talk about what we mean when we talk about guru energy. So a guru is typically the enlightened or awakened or realized teacher that either started a lineage of teaching or perhaps is present day teaching, but has reached that sort of pinnacle realization within their meditation practice, right? So when we talk about a meditation practice and enlightenment, the pieces that we're talking about really waking up to is that sense of inner luminosity and sorrowless joy. Those are the two pieces in traditional texts that are written about as what we are tapping into, what we are reaching for when we meditate. Inner luminosity and sorrowless joy. So a guru is a teacher who has found that within themselves and possesses the ability to help you find it in yourself. In case you weren't sure, I am not a guru. (laughs) Most of us will not be fortunate enough to practice with a guru in the flesh. But here's the very, very cool thing. In many lineages of meditation teachers, there is something called an unbroken lineage. And what this means is a teacher can trace back to their teacher, to the teacher before that, to the teacher before that, all the way to that original lineage holder, to the original guru of the teaching chain. There are a lot of unbroken lineages. I'm a lineage holder in two different traditions. So my beginning meditation practice was in the Shambhala lineage, and I'm I'm trained in that lineage to teach. And more recently, in the Himalayan tradition, I practice and teach. And what's cool is, so in that more recent, the Himalayan tradition, 
it, there's only four, we're only four teachers removed from the guru. Like four, it's so short. That chain, it's like right there, I can reach it, right? It's cool that it's that close. And each teacher can go back and trace the teacher before. So in Shambhala, they can go all the way back really to the Buddha himself, right? So they have sort of modern day lineage holders, but they also can go all the way back thousands of years, right? Same with Himalayan. They also can go back thousands of years with their teachings, but the modern day teacher, the one that most of us would, would know the name Swami Rama is four teachers away from us. And the idea is when you study with and practice with teachers in an unbroken lineage, there's something called a power of transmission meaning that that original guru energy exists within the teachings of every teacher in that lineage. So when we take a seat together, when we take our two deep breaths and say, now is my time to meditate, we are innately going into that same thread of meditators that extends four teachers back and then thousands of years back before that even. So without having to know the original guru, without having to have in-person, in-flesh experience, we are able to tap into that energy. So why would this matter to us today on a Zoom call trying to meditate in our homes? The idea is that when we're able to connect into that sense of guru energy, what we're connecting into is the belief that you know, I'm going to use the word enlightenment. It's such a vague word, I know, but um, maybe I'll use the word awakening. The belief that awakening is possible for each of us, right? It was from, from the Buddha all the way through any lineage. These are people who awakened themselves, right? It wasn't magic. It was practice. It was time dedicated to the cushion and trust in self that created that ability to tap into inner luminosity and sorrowless joy. And so when we're connecting into guru energy, what we're connecting into perhaps is that guru's sense of awakeness, sense of loving kindness, most importantly, trust in self. This is any teacher's job, guru or not, right? My job as a teacher is to help you find your inner teacher. Because you can sit here and listen to me all day, but what good does it do if it doesn't actually resonate in your body or on your meditation cushion? It does no good, right? It's just a story I'm telling. But if I can share words and guide a practice that helps you find it in your body, in your own way, your own experience, it might not even look like the words I use. It might not look like anything I've ever seen on my cushion. But my job, any teacher's job, is to help you find your inner teacher. So as we talk about inviting guru energy or the grace of the guru into a meditation practice, this is not different than grace of the self. It's just another avenue to find it. So we're not asking you to place power with somebody else. We're not asking you to expect miracles because you invited somebody into your practice. It's not that. But it's saying like, hey, teacher, and teacher's teacher's teacher, just like give me a little nudge. Help me, I'm struggling. 
right? We were joking earlier about fixing our lives. And so sometimes when we're in that place, maybe it can feel nice to go, let me just lean on somebody who's done this. Let me lean on somebody who's a little further ahead on the path than I am that might be able to infuse my practice tonight with a bit more oomph, a bit more grace. So really when we're inviting in the grace of the guru, what we're asking is, help me tap into my own power. Help me tap into my own power. It's not by somebody else's power, right? It's tapping into our own power. The last piece I want to say about this that I think is important is it's reported that this power of transmission, the transmission of that guru energy, can happen in any state of consciousness. So for a lot of us, we'll find this happening in dreams, That was the very first experience I ever had with this energy was through a dream, right? So it can happen in dreams, can happen waking, it can happen in deep meditation. It can happen with gurus who are living in the flesh. It can happen with gurus that departed hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. There are many, many lineages that are laced with stories of the original teacher being the one who appears hundreds of years later, maybe, in a different body, maybe, to the student who's ready to embark on the path, right? Those, those stories, myth or not, are laced through countless lineages. And so we let that energy just live. We don't have to have a being in our minds. Like you don't have to have an image that you're trying to visualize. What we're going to do in tonight's practice and what you can do in your home practice is simply to see if you can tap into that sense of energy the unbroken line of teachers, of practitioners, that's all we're looking to tap into. That's the guru energy. It's not a specific person that you have to invite in. It can be if you want, but you can also just invite that awakened energy into the practice, awakening your own potential, your own power. So let's practice tonight and see what happens. Yeah. So just take a minute, uncross your legs, let your feet rest on the ground if you're in a chair, if you're seated somewhere where you want your legs crossed, they can be crossed. You can let your hands rest down onto your lap. And if it feels right for you today, you can let your eyes drift closed. If that doesn't feel quite right, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the ground. Together as a group here, nice big breath in. Exhale out a sigh. We'll do that again. So you'll inhale deeply. And exhale out a sigh. And allowing your breath to flow. taking time just to savor the transition from whatever was happening before this moment to settling right into this moment of stillness. 
allowing what is whatever is here to be here. All of the emotions, all of the thoughts, all the feelings. As you breathe, you just feel the fullness of yourself in this moment. And you might silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that, you feel yourself fully set letting go through your hips and your thighs, releasing your shins or your feet heavy into the earth. Subtly extending up through the spine, feeling the crown of the head lifting up. Relaxing down through the muscles of the face. And the forehead smooths out and broadens. The skin around the eyes softens. the jaw, the tongue, they all just relax. Feeling your mouth let go of any tension it's holding on to. swallow once or twice to feel the throat relaxing. And feel breath moving out across your collarbones. The chest rises and falls. And the belly expands and contracts. And we find ourselves seated here. somewhat awake and somewhat relaxed.
we find ourselves seated here in the exact same posture as countless meditators before us. The same posture I sit in. The same posture my teacher sits in. the same posture her teacher sits in. In the same posture his teacher sits in. Through each teacher, we sense into this unbroken line of energy. Each of us practicing in different times, in different locations. different problems and same stories. An unbroken line of energy. Somewhat awake. And somewhat relaxed. Each time you breathe in, feeling the line of teachers behind you breathing in. And each time you breathe out, feeling that line of teachers breathing out. Feeling your breath flow and your heart beat in sync through this line of energy. For some of you, you might even be able to see this line of energy. Perhaps as a golden thread or a golden light on your breath. Each time you breathe in, drawing that golden light in, 
And each time you breathe out, feeling that golden light settling in the body. Drawing the breath of the guru, the golden light, in and up, right in between the eyebrows. And as you breathe out, the light settles. Just for a few minutes in silence here. Drawing golden light right up to the spot between the eyebrows. And letting it settle there. You might feel the grace of the guru guiding that inner light down towards the heart. So perhaps you're breathing that light in between the eyebrows and exhaling the light down into your heart. Shining a light there to access your inner teacher inner power, inner strength. Just about five more minutes of silence here. Letting yourself feel connected to that energy. Allowing it to move down towards the center of the heart, if that resonates for you.
yourself feel that awakened presence within you. Letting your breath deepen around your experience. Gradually feeling a fuller inhale, a fuller exhale. And as you feel yourself right here in this present moment, space, time, you could wiggle your fingers, your toes, taking a deep breath in, releasing a sigh. Let's take a minute to bring our palms together in front of the heart. Rub your hands together. Build some heat and some friction between those palms. When your hands are nice and warm, cup them right over your eyes. Just holding your palms there gently, letting the heat move from hands through eyelids all the way into the midbrain. And only when you feel ready will you slowly blink your eyes open and let your hands fall away. As you let go of your practice, I just want to wrap up this series by saying, you know, we talked, we really talked about three slash four types of grace over these past weeks. Grace of the universe, grace of the self, grace of a guru or a personal deity. And if any of these meditations in particular resonated with you or gave you a strong experience, that's the one to play with. You don't have to do them all every time. You don't have to alternate. You're just looking for what energy supports me. What enlivens my meditation practice or helps me feel a sense of depth when I'm struggling. That's what you're looking for. So you don't have to resonate with all of them. Just notice over the last three weeks, which practice really lit you up in some way. And that's the one to invite into your home practice. Okay. Thank you guys. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.